Seventh grade, no, a sixth grader came up to me yesterday, and he's like this kid who doesn't follow directions at any time. He's just mm-hmm. like constantly just goofing off. Comes up to me at the end of library when like his class is leaving. I'm at my desk, and then he like whispers something to me. I'm like, what? And he like whispers it again, and I can't hear him. Like you gotta speak up. I cannot hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Do you have any books on puberty?" <laughs> <laughs> and he handed him a chicken soup. <laughs> oh man, I like got secondhand embarrassment, and I like chuckled. <laughs> Which is not the correct response in that situation, (laughs) but I could not help myself. Um, Yeah, I I, I was like, yeah, I'll I'll find something for you. (laughs) You're going to become the most important person in in that pubescent teen's life. Well, the thing is, I don't know if I fully trust him or not. I, like, he could just be doing it so he can look at pictures of genitals. Like, I That's wouldn't put true. it past him. <laughs> but he was so embarrassed. Do you think he wouldn't be embarrassed to ask if it was for that reason? I don't know. Even then, sometimes a kid's just got to look at pictures of genitals not on the internet like illustrated pictures yeah scientific diagrams of genitals are really what might do it for him it would do it for those kids who were looking at those pokemon manga find which one was the closest to porn it's pretty early on (laughs) i think it's volume four Wahey to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, a three-time Apple Podcast award-winning game show where we quiz each other on how many listeners we gain each week. We always lowball it. <laughs> it's, we, it's so many, hundreds. <laughs> we like to make you, the listener, think you're part of a, a really insular community. We've been gaslighting you the whole time. <laughs> We're huge! If you turn to your friend and ask if they were listening to us, chances are, they are. (laughs) It's a surprising statistic. One in two Americans (laughs) listen to our podcast. And I'm not listening. (laughs) I'm not. So Wes must (laughs) So we're already a statistical anomaly. Well, I actually did listen to the first half of an episode on the car ride home today. First episode I've listened to in probably like a year at this point. Mm-hmm. Was it an accident? No, I five to four hasn't come out with a new episode because of Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I was like, That's oh. right. We're the only we're the only podcast to put out episodes during every major holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, whatever. I'll 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 give it a try. I'll see if Ethan's editing it up to my standards. Uh 
Turns out you're keeping in all my clickety clacks of my keyboard whenever I'm typing. You are so quiet for such long extended periods of time that if I don't leave that in, there is a weird context for the fills that I am trying to do to buy time. It doesn't make sense for me to say some of the things that I do if the audience doesn't understand that you are just not talking to me. Folks, this motherfucker is constantly <laughs> updating our show intro and outro or just looking shit up without telling me. He's just doing it. My keyboard is pushed <laughs> to the back of my desk today. <laughs> I'm recommitted to the podcast. I will say my interest has been waning. <laughs> But now that you know you're on the hook every time you disengage. And winning a third award, I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm obligated to step up my game. So many people are listening. They're going to take it away next year if if you don't <laughs> step it up. And that's... Oh, they that's won't. A... <laughs> I dare them to not give us a fourth award. I think more people during every award ceremony should dare <laughs> the awards givers to not give it to them. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm your co-host, Ethan. I've won two personal hosties, and this is your other co-host. Wes, who has won uh, People's Podcast Sexiest Host Choice Award. <laughs> and Six years Sexiest in a row. Kiss. Yeah, Sexiest Kiss as well. They all, from for that one episode where I... <laughs> reenacted just the sounds of the upside down spider-man kiss <laughs> and honestly i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it all over again I mean, hopefully I, it, I can win this year for my sound of suckling dog teat i mean i haven't revealed it yet but i also had goosebumps while making <laughs> while reenacting that bit it was you know sometimes you just know you're making history <laughs> in the moment <laughs> That's what'll do it. Last week, I quizzed Wes on the 2020 slasher movie Freaky. He watched it an hour ago. (laughs) I finished it half an hour ago. And uh, at the end of this episode, he'll quiz me on the equally uh, family-friendly fun time movie, Killing of a Sacred Deer. (laughs) Let's go over these quiz questions i really didn't learn what wes thought about this movie other than him just talking about vince vaughn and guess what spoilers at the end of this episode i'll be talking a lot about vince vaughn (laughs) (laughs) uh i asked why you hadn't seen it and what happens in it uh i gave you a point for your answer mostly because you said it's a similar premise to freaky friday and you quoted my <laughs> review back to me. <laughs> you also assumed there'd be a rock concert at the end. I still think there could have been. Would have been a better ending. I think so. What tragic event drives most of Millie's actions? You said a divorce like Freaky Friday. Unfortunately, not the case. They went a little bit more tragic. Yeah. Unnecessarily, even. Yeah, because they only talk about it a little bit. I guess it frames a lot of her mom's actions more than hers. It's supposed to frame her insecurities, but 
She's also just a teenager. Like that could have just been. That's enough. <laughs> She's an unattractive teenager. I say right. in quotation marks. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> The very first scene where she's the beaver mascot and the mm-hmm. football players are bullying their mascot. <laughs> they call her like ugly or something like that. And then Dakar's like, what's going on? I'm like, these football players are bullying. They're very attractive. Scott. <laughs> yeah. Wes is, of course, describing just the costume. It yeah. makes sense when she takes the head off. I loved when that beaver was moving its hips. <laughs> That's one sexy beaver. Uh, talking about the magic knife, I gave you half a point for saying it acts like the fortune cookie yeah. from Freaky Friday. It kind of does. You said you can cut someone open and take their soul and exchange souls. It's not quite that literal. Uh, but you still maintained half a point by saying it's just as problematic as the fortune cookie. Is it as problematic? Absolutely not. No, it's <laughs> it's it's frantically explained by the school's Spanish teacher. Yeah. Well, I, I guess that was problematic. Yeah, I've... that scene was problematic. <laughs> the knife itself was fine, I guess. The graphics sure weren't. No, <laughs> that's not where the money in this movie. This movie was pretty low budget, I think. Yeah, I got that vibe. Uh, not from the exotic East, though. Huh? You said that the knife would be from the exotic East. Oh, no. The exotic uh, South. South? <laughs> Do people ever say that? What would it be? I feel like Hispanic people are largely exoticized, so yeah, I would say... I would say they are exoticized, but I don't know if anyone has called it the exotic South. Like, I don't think those two descriptors go together. Hey, if they have, let me know. Send me sorry. a thumbs up. <laughs> we're sorry. Yeah, we're so, we're so sorry. Uh, and then I also gave you half a point for describing some of the things that Millie can only do after she body swaps. You said she can finally... Uh, well, one, you said she can finally orgasm. She can do a handstand. She can walk. She can finally pull off the color purple in her wardrobe. I give you half a point for the wardrobe stuff. Yeah. I would say that was walking away from the movie. And again, very shortly after walking away from the movie. I think the 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 funniest joke in this was that Vince Vaughn's killer character in Millie's body Mm -hmm. was able to dress better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When we've seen how he lives and dresses. (laughs) The the line where she's like, I mean, just look at her. Like, she's wearing clothes that I would not wear, even though, like, I'm starting to wonder, like, like, she's really, is she pulling that off? Like, that's a (laughs) jacket. (laughs) I like I'm, I'm butchering the joke, but it's it was it was a good one. Speaking of butchering, when does the butcher kill kids? You got it right. It's not that cliche. I feel like aren't that many homecoming slasher movies. Then again, I've never watched any. I would feel like it's pretty cliche. I feel like for a lot of killer movies to take place at a camp during mm-hmm. a dance or yeah. during Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> 
show me the finals week one because that was one of my fake answers. <laughs> show me, show me kids getting killed when they're at their most stressed. Yeah, I feel like they could probably be. What about a, like a South Korean finals Ooh. horror movie? <laughs> you know, the, the country where kids are committing suicide over testing. I mean, it could very well be a good uh, allegory for that. Yeah. Although I'm not, again, want to preface this, don't watch a lot of slasher movies. Not sure how much allegory fits with the just slasher romp. I feel like that usually goes through monster territory. Okay. There's plenty. I feel like there's plenty that have no allegory. They're just. Yeah. But all I'm saying is let me make a South Korean (laughs) slasher movie. I'll let you do it. Yeah. I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) They let the guy who did Deadpool do a Japanese train action movie so why not let you do a south korean slasher movie uh you didn't get the blissfield high mascot correct yeah i should have gotten that right beaver's finest Mm -hmm. beaver's so funny i hope that this next question did uh have you wondering but i asked you who the first person the butcher kills in millie's body is Oh, it's her, it's like the popular girl, right? Yeah. I just called her Millie's Bully um, because I I wrote the question before I had finished the movie. Uh, (laughs) Most of the people that the Butcher kills are directly, nope, not most of, all of the people that the Butcher kills are directly antagonistic to Millie. Yeah. Um, I will say the most satisfying death was the wood shop teacher because he was i would say the most abusive <laughs> oh for he, sure <laughs> yeah uh and he's the oldest brother in succession he's in succession too yeah. because uh i don't know if you remember what i called him no i don't i called him cameron from ferris bueller's day off oh yeah okay yeah no i was I did not realize that that was... I probably should have. He's much <laughs> older. Like, <laughs> But, yeah. Maybe. I recognized him from Succession first. I haven't seen it yet, so I would. I didn't have the frame of reference. I probably yeah. would have said that. But, yeah. he's. Uh, it's really good to watch him die. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. So far, Where you're not doing you think... Well. Yeah, I assume I'm not doing well. But um, really, ma- what really made me think was how quickly you can go from screaming bloody murder to having your body cut in half by a saw and going completely silent. Mm-hmm. Really makes you think. The soul's he, a precious thing, people. He was so ready to beat the shit out of this teenage girl. Oh, yeah. He's a teacher who... <laughs> Not only thinks it. his job would be easier without kids, despite the fact that his job is entirely dependent on <laughs> kids, um, he waits for the day that he can enact sweet justice in his mind to these kids. Mm-hmm. God. I was just thinking about how mean he is at the start of the movie where he's like, no, you're presenting today, even though I told you it's next week. 
completely humiliated. What Humiliated. Yeah, humiliates. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's okay, folks. He works at a library. Multiple. Yeah. Wow. That was embarrassing. Let's just move on. <laughs> Which is a kill not present in this movie. Uh, chainsaw through the groin. Happens. Someone getting chopped in half by a speeding cop car does not happen. No. Uh, your guess was shoving someone in a super freezer. <laughs> How would I have guessed that would have happened? What high school has a... It literally says cryo ATM. I don't even know. Why is it an ATM? <laughs> I think it said cryo ATX, maybe. I'm pretty sure it's an ATM because I was trying to look at it very closely. <laughs> It's insane that that school has that. It's insane that it would get to temperatures that cold. It's, it's insane, insane that it's kept off the locker room. <laughs> it's not locked either. Oh. Now, anyone can use it at any time. It's as accessible as the bathroom or showers. <laughs> yep. And for some reason can go to negative 300. <laughs> Which is pretty cold. What? I would never trust... <laughs> A high schooler. No. With a machine that can go down to negative three. I wouldn't even trust a grown adult at a regular gym with something like that. No. But the effect of that girl shattering into uh, a dozen pieces on the ground looked pretty good. Oh, I disagree. I thought it looked awful. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait Uh, to watch it on my new TV that's coming this next weekend with motion smoothing. <laughs> Can't wait for you to turn that off. I hope it's one of those uh, TVs that's really hard to turn it off. You have to go through two different menus to actually turn it off. Otherwise, it's just on screensaver. Fingers crossed. I do want to talk about the first kill of this movie, which is the butcher shoving a wine bottle down a kid's throat until it explodes. Well, no, he shoves it down the kid's throat throat and then he smashes the throat and the shards come out brutal yeah that was pretty brutal that's when i realized oh takara should probably do her own thing (laughs) i think those early kills in the movie were pretty funny though because that one was gross the one where that guy gets a tennis racket through his head it definitely felt like it was going to be a lot campier than it was. It does, yeah. I just uh, like borderline parody. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it didn't blend the two ideas perfectly. They had a lot of fun with that opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Location. And then nobody gets killed for half an hour. Yeah. Whatevs. Whatevs. Uh, and then finally, a question that I'm sure you'll go, you're will you going to want to skip. Who is Charlene, Millie's cop sister, most aggressive toward? Yeah, she pulls a gun on her, her one black friend. So, yeah. <laughs> she yells at her one black friend more than who she assumes to be a serial killer. Yeah. But you got a point for it. Yippee. And that was your only, oh, no, that you got, oh, fuck, I did math wrong. Coming out of multiple choice, you have four points. True or false? Uh, 
just again on the first sequence, uh, you thought that a girl would survive by hiding in a closet and waiting it out? Uh, no, that does not happen. Um, really seems like it could have, though, if she stayed in there. Or specifically under the bleachers. Which one? No, I'm like... talking about the... No, I'm talking about the girl at the house party with her four friends. She was the last one alive. Yeah, she probably could have... There was several instances where people found a really good hiding spot and <laughs> chose to leave it. I would say, though, what really bothered me about... I know this is now related to the question, but Millie escaping from underneath the bleachers. Mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn lands right in front of like the advertisement flaps at the bottom of the bleachers and she mm-hmm. screams and runs <laughs> past him and he just lets her and he like just pivots he's not a killer that runs he's not one of those <laughs> except soon after he bolts after her <laughs> honestly this was my exact thought process watching the scene I was like oh he's one of those ones that doesn't run and then he starts running <laughs> I'm like, you would think, after all the movies Vince Vaughn has done, including a shot-for-shot shot remake of Psycho, that he would have <laughs> some valuable input on staging. <laughs> yeah. Just more on the butcher killing people. Uh, when being pursued by the butcher, no one ever runs for, runs away from the place that they're at. They only try to go deeper into it and hide. Uh, you said True. I gave you the point because I feel like it's pretty much true. Yeah. Millie could have gotten away from the the field. <laughs> she could have easily ran the other way. Yeah, and I also feel like at the end when... Well, the end that I thought was going to be the actual end. Yes. <laughs> there is a weird epilogue to this movie. When... Millie and Vince Vaughn's body is chasing after the killer in her body. Mm-hmm. And her friends chase him down. They're going, they're like marathon runners. <laughs> <laughs> they're going, they're like cheetah speed. I'm like, whoa, where did this become? Why were you ever concerned for your lives? You're the fastest kids I've ever seen. <laughs> You could get you could get away from this guy easily. They're He's not even athletes. slower than all of you. They're supposed no. to be like the losers, <laughs> who may or may not be part of the theater club. Yeah, they do hang out there. We don't see them do any stuff. Uh huh. Did we talk about the theater club at all? No. I have to say the scene where her friend who's gay has her tied up. mm Hmm. And he comes up with the lie that we're role playing. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What? A swing and a miss." You could have easily have said, "Oh, we're just practicing a scene for the play." Mm-hmm. But that would acknowledge the fact that they were in the theater club, which they very well may not have been. Meanwhile. I'm I'm willing to bet that joke was added because like Vince Vaughn had to do uh, in order for him to be signed on to this he had to give a uh, a look over on the <laughs> script. He's like, got to punch this funny. one up. This would be really funny. 
Um, the Butcher has not been body swapping for decades. I'm curious about your opinion on this true or false question. I said makeover scene with four exclamation points. You said please. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I there's two issues with this question. Yeah. One, I don't know if anything that happens in this movie qualifies as a makeover scene, no. but it could. Two, you didn't say true or false. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're truly in unprecedented territory in our, <laughs> yeah. our both of us fucked podcast. up. Um, I would say the only moment where I would say please, where it would have made sense for a makeover scene, is literally when he's in a changing room. Yes, I was thinking the exact same thing. Put on the polo, walk right. out with it. Like, why are you still wearing your raggedy ass? Clothes? Thing. Uh, could have come out shown shown it to someone i don't even care who it would have been like huh it would have, and they could have just said no <laughs> like extra levity to the whole movie that they tried to include in other areas that didn't work as great yeah there was a tough dialogue scene <laughs> in that moment that they could have punctuated with more than just, oh no, my mom wants to fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Mom's a mess. Yeah. A complete caricature. <laughs> I thought that most single moms were like that. <laughs> most single moms are caricatures, including my own. Mm-hmm. Ethan cut this? <laughs> she doesn't listen. All right. It'll finally bring her. She's She's one of the one and two that doesn't listen. I'm skeptical that she even knows this podcast exists. <laughs> um, true or false, Millie accidentally kills someone while in the butcher's body. You said true. She does not. Yeah. No. Despite the fact it really seemed like she could have in that first scene with her friends. Yeah, I thought she definitely killed her friend when he <laughs> slammed her against the edge of that table. Because it like yeah. the shot of it, I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, her back broke. Her back is shattered. <laughs> I thought she was impaled by the corner. <laughs> yeah, something. Uh, and then we have to talk about the last scene. The butcher dies. You said true. Um, yeah, he does die. I would say pretty unambiguously is killed. Yeah, he is. He's killed one time. <laughs> but then we have an ambulance ride that says that he's actually not dead. And oh, I thought yeah. they were just going to leave it vague like that and see if they could get a sequel out of this movie. But no, he goes after Millie and... I'm like the, the winds are out of the sail. Like there's it, it, there's nothing yeah, left. It, I don't I don't need to see any of this. I was on my phone. No. <laughs> yeah that that last scene. I don't know. I feel like it really didn't. It's trying help. to be like this empowering, empowering, bringing a family together. Millie finally stands up for herself, but like that was never an interesting part of the movie. No, and it really feels like the energy of the movie had already petered out at that point. Yeah. All right, so he, he does die, so I have to give you the point there. Seven points total. 
And then for the screenshot, I went ahead and I gave you two and a half points. It's the scene where Vince Vaughn, Millie as Vince Vaughn, notices Vince Vaughn as Millie. (laughs) Yes. Stop that girl! Which I only gave you half a point for because I had to drag it out of you. (laughs) You you just really wanted to draw attention to the fact that Vince Vaughn is here. You said that, oh, the thing that made me laugh really hard when you were (laughs) describing it was you said... Vince Vaughn is probably some teacher or staff member at the school. Vince is a full believer in the butcher and has spent his whole life believing. He is the adult guide for these kids. I... (laughs) Does that not seem like a role Vince Vaughn would play? (laughs) It does. It does. I'm just saying that after (laughs) watching the movie... Yeah, it's completely off, but... It's very funny. Yeah. It really, it, it took a lot for me not to say, well, yeah, I guess you could say he does believe in the butcher. <laughs> he's very self-assured. <laughs> he's very, he's, he could kill anybody he wants to. All right. So at the end of this quiz, you have nine and a half points. I'll take it. I kind of get an extra brownie point for saying it's fucked up that they made a big <laughs> joke out of the... A homeless drug addict saying he'd suck Vince Vaughn's dick for drugs. <laughs> I didn't think that joke landed very well either. <laughs> they seemed real committed to that joke, and I was like, we are playing this for too long. Yeah, not good. All right. Haha, uh, he's desperate. <laughs> people love drugs, and they can't do anything else. <laughs> All right, uh, open-ended question for the post-quiz. There's some extra points on the line here. Number one, were you counting? How many kills are actually in this movie? Oh, God. Folks, I just want to let you know he could be counting out loud. He could be going through scenes. Instead, he is staring I... at the sky. <laughs> it's replaying it's the great movie for, I mean, we're going to win another award, so who cares? There's just a bunch of dead air. Um, <laughs> I I want to say ten. There was roughly ten. There are exactly ten. Incredible nice. job. Nice. It's the the four kids at the beginning, mm-hmm. the three athletes towards the yes. end. There's the wood shopkeeper. Yep. There's the girl in the cryo ATM. <laughs> yep. And then there's one more, I feel like, and I can't remember who that is. There is, and I am also struggling with it. Um, I pulled up a list to look it up. Because I think it's a fourth jock for some reason. Oh, it is a fourth jock. There was four jocks were killed. There was three at first, and then another one was killed with the meat hook at the end. That's right, because at the very end. It's weird because they're all the same, and those characters' names are hilarious. One of them is called Squi. (laughs) S-Q-U-I. Was he the closeted gay one? I think he might have been. Wow, what a great character. Mm Mm-hmm. The multiple choice question, what is Millie's favorite movie pitch perfect 2 yes it is that's two points for you right there <laughs> i can't i it a better question would have been what's her the the fake one yeah the, <laughs> the movie one. she pretends is her favorite to remember that one 
I thought about it, but instead I included it as the first multiple choice answer. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless uh, Mind. Yeah. Yeah, basic. I said, that to, uh, I said that to an eighth grader <laughs> two weeks ago. He asked me, who's your favorite Star Wars character? And I said, Palpatine. And then he's like, oh, mine's Darth Vader. And I said, yeah, basic. <laughs> I mean, he is. He's <laughs> like, he oh, I'm truly basic. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick someone, pick someone fun. <laughs> Does your mom know you're basic? <laughs> I'm going to call her after school. <laughs> We're going to have to have a conversation with your mom about how basic your tastes are. Should be Babu Frick. And then the final bonus question, true or false, Millie was supposed to watch Annie with her mom at the Anus Theater. False? I don't remember this at all. It is false. She is supposed to watch a play at the Anus Theater with her mom. Oh, is it Wicked? This- Yes, yes, she's going to see a very <laughs> shitty community theater production of Wicked. Oh, yeah. Okay, that stood out to me. <laughs> I didn't think that they would have a callback to it later in the movie, and I was very glad that they did. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I only remember the one mention. So you take away the points. Okay, so I will reveal your points after we discuss... Wesley, would you watch this movie again? Uh, maybe. I give this movie a fine, mm-hmm. but it's a fun fine. This is like mm-hmm. a movie that made me think of the kinds of movies I would watch in like junior, senior year of high school or in the dorms, mm-hmm. college. Yeah, it's like a dumb movie that knows it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince Vaughn most of his laughs are just h- him trying to pretend to be a girl <laughs> which can be problematic and gets old after a while yeah I do want to shout out except one for the thing, way though. he ran I laughed every time <laughs> he ran like a dumb girl <laughs> that was never great <laughs> I was going to call attention to one scene that I thought was the chemistry between Vince Vaughn and the kid that plays Millie's crush yeah. was really good. It was. I I will say that right before their kiss, I felt like the the crush's acting took a dip. Mm-hmm. Like my it was sus- his worst. My suspension of belief was. Like I, I couldn't believe it anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, his chemistry with the with the lead was not as strong as his chemistry with Vince Vaughn, which yeah, is definitely wild. Hmm. I mean, he was probably starstruck. Probably <laughs> used it. How about you, Ethan? When you rewatch this, I think I might. It's not like at the top of my list to watch or anything, but I don't think I was ever really bored while watching it. Yeah. Uh, and at the end, I wasn't bored so much as I was like, I guess this scene could happen. I don't need it. Yeah. Um, but no, I really think that the, the Freaky Friday part of it was done in an interesting way. The premise is good. I like the premise. 
Yes, it's such a strong premise. And it executed almost very well and instead is just fine. I would have liked to liked it to have leaned harder on Freaky Friday. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Because I, I, I don't know if you agree with my letterbox review where I think this movie does do the Freaky Friday part better than it does the slasher part. Yeah. But that just makes me think they should have done more of that. Just like copy the whole relationship. Dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I actually, I know you don't like Vince Vaughn. I think he does a pretty good job. I think that the lead actress in this movie does a very good job. Yeah. She does pretty good. Um, felt bad that she ends up not talking for most of the movie. Yeah. That's her, like, supposedly big breakout role. Yeah. Um, I would say v- the one thing I was impressed by Vince Vaughn was uh, his vocal work was pretty good. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he just he looked tired. He looked like Adam Sandler before. <laughs> um, on God I think c- casting Vince Vaughn is interesting because obviously you need a comedian to play this character. You need some sort of comic actor. I guess Vince Vaughn is threatening, but I never really felt that from him because he's still too goofy. Yeah, no. Which I is why seen I feel like him in the remake of psycho but that was like before he was better known for comedies so i feel like mm. that might have had a i don't know i don't know but yeah i totally agree with you it's a why is he great... in the we are the world music video why <laughs> you're never gonna find out is it just, just because will... dan Aykroyd was in the first one and they just put in like a random i can't Not even say comedian because he vince bond's a comic actor i would say yeah that is true it's strange i don't know if you're looking uh, if you're looking for a good popcorn slasher movie that's just fun i would i would still recommend this i think it's a i think it's a fun time yeah fun one and then next next uh why would i be afraid of this movie i don't know if you would be afraid of this even as a kid as a kid, well, it would be the gore. Yeah. Maybe the I, mask but, of the killer at the beginning. Yeah. But even thinking about it now, about who I was when I was younger, I think in my teen years, I could have gotten over the gore in this movie because it's really not that gratuitous. Yeah. It's, it's honestly kind of tame. That's the yeah. Because it, it, this feels like it could have been a PG-13 horror movie. Yeah. I'm glad that it wasn't, but it feels like it could have been. Yeah, I don't know. Okie doke. Well, Wes, coming out of this quiz, you got 13 points. Nice. Pretty solid score. I'm bust, but... He's about to bust. No, I am bust. No, he is, but he is bust. <laughs> no prize for this season. It's too short. The same Lego. <laughs> Double or nothing. <laughs> Double by two of them. <laughs> Winner gets two of them. 
if there is, that should be our thing. If no one wins, we have to buy a multiple of the previous prize until someone wins. Oh, that'd be funny. Imagine having four seasons (laughs) where we go bust. Well, this could be one of them. And the holidays could bring us three beautiful Legos. All right. We're going to take a short break and then we'll uh, uh, be talking the killing of a sacred deer. Wee, 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 wee. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're here with the killing of a sacred deer. I'm going to kill one. Oh, I'm going to kill it. Ethan, why haven't you seen it and what do you know about it? I haven't seen this movie because uh, I've never heard of it in my life until (laughs) after we announced the movies for this season, I watched a video uh, from YouTuber Super Wolf who talked about the horror of liminal spaces and brought up this movie as a good example for using liminality as a tool for horror. So really the only things that I know about this movie is there's kind of some kind of monster or creature or force that has an omnipresence and is hard to get away from. And the movie's cinematography looks really cool (laughs) because there's a lot of just showing emptiness in open spaces to really get that isolation and agoraphobic feeling. Would you believe me if I said this is by the same director and writer of The Lobster? Yes, cuz I think you did t- we did t- you did tell me about that uh when we did the lobster episode. Which uh, I remember recording sitting in the basement of my parents' house. <laughs> Last time you recorded in the basement of your parents' house was... So long ago. Black Adam. A beautiful film. (laughs) Which is also somehow an indie darling, if you want to ask The Rock. (laughs) He said that? He was like... uh, (laughs) When he started... When Black Adam started losing to some other new movie in the box office, I can't remember what. He was like, well, yeah, of course we're not going to make as much money as like a Marvel blockbuster or whatever else just came out. It was a while. Okay, main character's name is Steven. What is his profession? Uh, Steven is an aspiring cartoonist. Rolling my eyes. Who lives in Chicago and will never guest on this show. <laughs> Two other guesses. Uh, he is a reporter. He is an archaeologist. I like how you always guess reporter. I think that a lot of movies, and I know I've been wrong every time. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to watch Superman. <laughs> I love Superman and Super Nanan. E. I love Super Nanny. <laughs> I have no Superman. 
That should have been Super Nanny Steve. I'm no Super Nanny. <laughs> Scrubs is pretty good for a while. I could never get into it. You seem like a guy who would hate JD so much. I remember like, I had cousins who were really into it. I remember we had sleepovers. They would want to watch it. And I remember watching it and thinking like, JD is such so immature. <laughs> As though that's not like the point of the yeah. show. Why is Steven hanging out with the 16-year-old Martin? Ah, uh, they're the same age. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not my answer. Um, it's for the, uh, uh, what the fuck is that program called? The the Big Brother oh, program? Brother. They're on the TV show Big, Big Brother. <laughs> they all are trapped in the same house. What's the prize on Big Brother? Do you win the house? Do you get to live there? I think it's five minutes of publicity. <laughs> Maybe. Five minutes to say anything you want and the producers can't cut it. That should be a prize on a show. Five minutes is a long time. That's how long Wes has been writing my answer for this question, how much time I've had to fucking kill. After starvation, what is the third symptom? <laughs> <laughs> This is a fun question. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I'll give you three guesses. Extreme overconfidence. The darkness. Um, starvation is the symptom? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Locusts. You get them. You've got locusts. (laughs) I'm doing really well for a season I assumed I'd get a lot of points. What does Steven show his wife in the basement? Hole. Holes? (laughs) He shows hole in the basement. (laughs) I got this VHS of holes. I got to show them. <laughs> or the band hole. Multiple. Um, cho- oh, <laughs> I guess that's my, no, nope, you that's my answer. Again. Nope. Big scary hole. Multiple choice questions. What is Martin's favorite movie? Martin's a 16 year old. A. Ghostbusters. B. Groundhog's Day. C. E. T. Or D. Beetlejuice. 16-year-old probably thinks that Groundhog Day is edgy. Groundhog Day. Okay. Who is the first family member to experience odd symptoms? A, Stephen the father, B, Anna the mother, C, Kim the daughter, or D, Bob the son? Just want to say Bob the son is a really good name. The daughter. What does Martin offer Stephen when his arm is injured? A. To injure his own arm. B. To date his daughter. C. The wristwatch. Or D. A knock-knock joke. Knock-knock joke. I also need you to know that I am picturing uh, Martin Prince from The Simpsons. 
I'm aware he's not 16 years old, but I'm aging him up in my head. I like that. What does Matthew get for sharing medical information with Anna? Matthew's someone we haven't talked about. I figured. So what does Matthew get for sharing medical information with Anna? A, oral sex. B, a handy. C, a taxidermy beaver. Or D, feet pics. <sighs> Gonna go with feet pics. Because I bet the medical information is something about how feet are an erogenous zone. <laughs> that fe- Because that feels very in line with something that the director of the lobster would do. Okay. Not because I agree. The feet are not an erogenous zone. Which family member dies? A, Stephen, B, Anna, A, Stephen, B, Anna, C, Kim, or D, Bob? Goodbye, Bob the son. Bob? Okay, bonus question. How do they die? Uh, Fall out a window. Happens to so many children these days. It's an epidemic. Mm -hmm. It's the happening. This movie like the happening. Is Mark Wahlberg in this? Who do you think plays Bob? Zoe Deschanel. (laughs) I love her quirky eyes. True or false, Kim has lost four MP3 players in the last ten days. True. Four is a very unlucky number. Isn't isn't three supposed to be? I don't know. Now, four is an unlucky number in most Asian cultures because it sounds similar to the word for death. True or false? I shouldn't say all Asian cultures. It's Chinese and and Japanese. And uh, Korean. As a Korean expert. That's true. As an expert on South Korea specifically. (laughs) I don't trust this guy for his knowledge on North Korea. I think he's buying into the propaganda. (laughs) Which propaganda am I referring to? (laughs) It was just a flyer. I got a flyer and I was like, seems. seems This is all I need to know. Sounds like a great country. True or false, Stephen goes to his children's teacher to figure out which one of them is the best. (laughs) False. You don't need a teacher for that. You ask another kid. (laughs) They'll tell you the truth. Uh, True or false, Anna voluntarily kisses Martin's feet. Please, no. Please, false. Oh, but what if he got a... He's 16. He's too old for boo-boos. True or false, Anna role plays and is, as an anesthesiologist during sex. True, I could get into that. <laughs> Kira. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, I know you're not. Honeymoon idea. <laughs> I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll text her this episode. <laughs> no context. Inside is a prize. True or false, Bob is the first child to offer to die. True. Is Bob the youngest? Does that matter? I won't reveal it. True or false, we never see Martin's friend's motorcycle. Never see Martin's friend's motorcycle. He talks about it. Do we ever see it? Does that imply that it's a real motorcycle? 
Because if I say, let me show you my motorcycle, and I'm talking, I'm hyping up my motorcycle, and it's like a model, or it's a picture. I'm not going to reveal say, Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll say true. We do see the motorcycle. And for a bonus point, no, it's not a real motorcycle. I think that me and the director of The Lobster and Killing on, uh, killing on a Sacred Deer, we're on the same wavelength. Okay. We both shove our hands in toasters when we've masturbated. <laughs> Let me see if I can find this picture. You made this quiz a month ago, and you mean to tell me you don't have the picture? I think I had it on my phone. You didn't create a separate album for screenshot pictures from movies you're going to do in the future? I should. I I have one, and it's full of, like, so many that I'm like, maybe I'll use this. All right. I am sending it. Oh, is this uh, is this, <laughs> this guy from Eternals? <laughs> Is this, is this guy with mind control powers from Eternals? <laughs> what we have here is Steven at home. Picture's blurry, and the man's very sweaty, so it's difficult to determine the age. I don't think it's blurry. It's a little pixelated when I try to zoom in on the face. Okay, it is. Uh, wearing a white T-shirt. The signature outfit for the unemployed. He is eating a literal handful of spaghetti. Bolognese, of course. He was watching TV, but now something out the window has caught his attention. And everybody's going to slop that spaghetti right back down out of his mouth. He's going to drop it. This is one of the first scenes in the movie. (laughs) He's in bad shape. (laughs) He's in bad shape, this guy. All right. That is the quiz for the killing of a sacred deer. Heart of it. I remember it was streaming on HBO Max for a little bit. But again, as we all know, HBO is falling apart. It is on a Paramount. Okay. Uh, do you know anyone whose Paramount I could borrow? Mine. You borrow. You borrow. Oh. <laughs> I've been borrowing it. I have to watch Z-Way. I need to get caught up. You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan, 10 and a half. Wesley, 24. Bustin'. Bustin', 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 bustin'. Bustin' makes me feel bad. You can find this week's movie on Paramount. Follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and on Letterboxd at eGeese. And you can follow me on either platform at Baby Westwee. I should include my Mastodon <laughs> It's time to get Mastodon off the ground. I'm putting in my Hive. I'm putting in my Discord. And remember, you can't spell hero. Can't do it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I can't spell hero. I can't tell hero in the...